Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast, where we equip girls in knowing their identity and calling. I'm your host, Caroline Hare, the founder of Waves Girls Conference. It's a joy to bring some encouraging conversations, messages, and coaching that will give girls tools for life and ministry. We believe that you can start making waves for Christ in your home, community, and world today. We have some amazing guests that are doing just that. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to ask that you would leave a five-star review and share this episode with at least one friend that you think might like it or need it. I'd also love to connect with you on Instagram, so find me at Caroline Hare or at Waves Girls Conference. Okay, let's get on with our conversation. Well, hey, girls. Um, I cannot believe this is Caroline Hare. I cannot believe we are in season five of our Waves Ministry podcast. And today we have a friend of mine on the podcast, Miss Allison Goolsby. Hi, Allison. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Guys, I've got to tell you, I this girl, like, I am so excited. I think by the time that that this podcast airs, we will have actually gotten to hang out and have a meal together. <laughs> yeah. But um, we we were at the same camp this summer and we wanted to connect, but you know how it is. Like you get to church camp and you have all of the best intentions in mm-hmm. the world and then it just starts rolling and you don't have as much time as you think. <laughs> but Guys, I got to tell you, this girl, she has got a heart for worship and a heart for the next generation, and it's evident in what she does and in the way she acts, lives, and breathes. Um, But she also has just such a heart for the Father. And I know for me, I was sitting there in a girl's breakout session, and she was sitting behind me, and I didn't even realize it was her sitting behind me. And the whole time that the discussion was going on, I kept hearing her go, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. And I noticed that we both kept doing the same mm-hmm, yep, at the same exact time. And I was like, I don't know who's sitting behind me, but we're on the same page. Yes. And so I turned around and there she was, y'all. And I was like, I got to get to know this girl. And so um, she let, she leads worship on a weekly basis um, with a student ministry down in Merritt Island called East Coast Christian Center, and they have a ministry called TNT, which is their student ministry. And she grew up in that youth ministry at the age of like in sixth grade, she was a part of it, but then became a part of their youth band when she was in in school, and then went on to be leading it as a college student as she was in that age group. And she's really been working with their youth ministry and their youth band for over 10 years at this point. And so I'm just so excited to have a practitioner in youth ministry, somebody that actively is in it. And girls, if you're in a youth band, like you get to hear from a youth band worship leader and she is awesome. So guys, welcome Allison Goolsby. We're so glad to have you, Allison. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so, so, so excited to just be talking to all you guys and get to spend some time with you. Yeah. So Allison, I know I told like some of the the details of your past as far as like ministry stuff, but tell us some other stuff about you that we don't know. What don't we know? Well, 
let me kind of dig in here. Yeah, so I'm 28 years old. Um, I've always lived by the beach, so I love that this is, you know, waves because I'm like, yes, like I live yes. for this. Like I am a Florida girl at heart, and so um, and a beach girl. That's for darn sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been in ministry. Um, I, it feels like my whole life. Um, but also uh, something that I really, really love is, you know, coming out of um, youth, uh, uh, going to youth church and all that, and then graduating college and then getting into um, the, my, my job field um, and then just kind of realizing like, hey, I'm bringing ministry into um, these other areas of business and, um, and that that is ministry as well. And so, um, I work for a yacht company and I get to do, you know, all sorts of fun stuff on yachts and, uh, you know, it's, it's fancy and I'm not fancy. And so that always makes for a good time. Um, but yeah, so that's been amazing too, is just growing in ministry, even outside of the four walls of the church. Um, and recognizing, you know, that, that, that's, that all of us carry that, um, to go out into the world. And so, uh, there's some of that and yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm, you know, I, if you want some random facts, I'm tall. I am a picky eater. I love giraffes. Giraffes. Well, you know, also I'm tall. So, I, you know, it just kind of goes, goes together. together. Exactly. Okay, so I got to ask you, I know for me, like, I know that in about a week, I'm going to be headed down to Merritt Island and yeah. me and my friend, Whitney, um, Whitney Berg, who works with me, she's coming with me. And I cannot wait to get in the car and jam out to some music on the way down to Merritt Island to see you guys. So I got to ask you, like, what is some of your, like, okay, we're three hours into the trip. We're, we're, we're getting a little bit tired. What is your favorite jam out music on a road trip? I'm not going to lie to you. It's really simple. It is anything and everything Whitney Houston. Oh, girl. Really? Listen. You've never seen me come live like I do when I'm singing Whitney Houston. Like it, you can't help but dance. You can't help but sing yes. from the deepest parts of your soul. Everybody <laughs> loves her. And if Whitney is not on, honestly, it's probably going to be Celine Dion too. So <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, I have a little sister and whenever we both are in Nashville, like seeing dad and visiting the minute we both get in the car together, whether it's to go to the grocery or whatever, we turn on some Whitney. So we could jam along. Yes. Right you. I just want to dance You're with somebody. It's like our jam. You know? Yes, it's like my life song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. I love it. That's so great. Okay, so I got to ask, I know you love the beach and you live by the beach, but you know, what is the most impactful time that you've had at the beach? Yeah, that's such a good question, especially like, honestly, uh, when you live by the beach or when you don't live by the beach, uh, it's such a great place to just get alone with God for a minute yeah. and, um, and kind of cancel everything else out and kind of just tune into, um, what God's saying. So, um, I actually, it's so, it's probably one of the most significant times, not even just at the beach, but one of the most significant times with God in my entire life. Um, there was, there was such, actually, I have to throw it back a little bit too. I went on a, a mission trip to Africa 
And I remember we were, um, you know, worshiping, you know, we were in the church, the local church that was there in uh, Pimba, uh, Mozambique. And we were, the, the, the speaker was just talking about surrender and, you know, we were ministering and all this stuff, but honestly, I was being ministered to. And I, I remember praying a really dangerous prayer and I just told the Lord, I'm like, God, you can have my life. Like wow. whatever it is, whatever it looks like, I don't care. Like I, I want to go and I want to do whatever you have for me. I am surrendering it. It's in your hands. And so then fast forward, um, a year and I was probably walking through some of the most difficult times in my life. Mm. So much transition was happening. So much was happening in my family and it felt like everything I had ever known was crumbling around me. And, and it felt like I was just honestly being like tossed to and fro. It was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. And, um, I remember I was actually on a trip with my work down in Miami and I went to the beach and I sat there and I was just weeping and being like, what the heck is going on? God, like what is happening? And I felt him speak to my heart and say, you asked for this. Hmm. And I was like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? I asked for this. I did not ask for this. Like, no, no, no. Um, and then it was like, it was like, he took me back to that moment where I said, whatever it looks like, whatever it is, you know, I surrender it to you and I give it to you. And what I realized is that there were so many other things that I had anchored myself to. Um, and that was the thing that actually I was finding my identity in. And, and when that began to crumble, I didn't realize it until then that (laughs) I had, that that's what I was angered to, that that's what my identity was in. And then it all crumbled. And it was like, it was like, oh, like, no, whatever. No, you're right, God. Like, whatever it looks like, like my life is surrendered to you. And I, I, it was, it was such a profound moment for me to then step back and go, okay, you are the only thing that I will anchor myself into. You are the place where I find my identity and my security. My security is not in anything else, anyone else, any organization, any church, any whatever. My identity, my foundation, my anchor is only in you and whatever you want to do with my life, God, my answer is yes. Um, and so that all happened on Miami beach. (laughs) Wow. That is so cool. I love how like whenever we do take that time just to get away and step aside and just like really focus in the Lord is so open just to talk to us and and present, present us with truth, truth that we kind of know in our heart, but we need to like hear super clearly. That's so beautiful. I love it's that. One thing to, it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to believe it. That's so good. where you, you know, especially if, if you've been in the church for a minute, like you, you know, like, you know, the, you know, the things. And then it's like to, to have it come alive in a way that you're like, I needed to hear that. And almost like God to snap you back into reality. And it's all with love. Like God, yeah. he's so loving and he loves you and believes in your calling enough 
to to guide you and go, no, that ain't the way. Like, Absolutely. come over <laughs> this direction. Like, I love no, you. no, no, no. Get back in line. <laughs> and because my thing is like, you know, what do I want? Do I want everything that God has for me or do I want to be comfortable That's in funny. what is known and in what I can understand and what I, at the end of the day, surrender requires trust that I trust who God is. I trust that he loves me. I trust that he's got an incredible plan for my life. And so if I'm going to surrender, um, it's going to require that I trust God, um, fully and not even just like, I trust God, but really like, no God, I trust you. Like I really um, trust my you. life. Yeah. That is so good. I I'm just wrote that down. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So when I, that's, that's amazing. But how does someone go about making waves for Christ? Like you do that all the time in your workplace, but also with students, but like, how does one go about making waves for Christ? Right. I, that's such an amazing question. And, um, you know, as I kind of think about that, I think the first thing that comes up in my mind is to, to love like he does. If you want to be effective for the kingdom and, and, you know, you might hear that, like, we gotta love people, you know, all of that, but right. to really, to really take a step back and go, there's no limits to the love of God. And, and oftentimes I find a limit to my love, <laughs> you know, like if I'm dealing with somebody that's difficult, if I'm dealing with, you know, whatever, whether it's someone at school or someone in your workplace or someone in your family, because that's real too. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and, and John, it talks about how um, people will know that we're his disciples by the way that we love. Right. And so if I want to be effective for the kingdom, I, I need to have God's perspective on the thing that he loves the most, which is people. And, and I have had so many times, even in the past, you know, year and a half, just with all the craziness in the world, I have discovered limits in my love <laughs> where I'm like, where I'm like, Imagine. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta deal with this. You gotta work on and, that. And when that happens, I, I will ask the Lord, I'm like, God, give me your perspective. And I think so many times, how often did Jesus, you know, look out at the crowd and it said that he was moved with compassion. Like he saw the brokenness, the uh, everything, but yet his heart was moved for them um, with compassion. That's the heart of the father. That's the heart of Jesus is that there's nothing that's going to keep me from loving you. And so can I, you know, in my life, if I want to be effective for the kingdom. If I want to change the world, if I want to make a difference, then I have to learn how to love like he does That's good. Um, and, and, and really confront the, the limits of my love. And then once you do that, once you kind of, cause that, that's very active, like that takes work um, to, yeah. to train your heart and your mind um, to, to get in line with, with how God sees things instead of how I see things. Um, but then once that happens, I think also, um, being willing to be bold and, and that is hard. And I, I call it crossing the chicken line. Um, because 
you'll feel that thing of like, you, you might feel the Holy Spirit say something like, you know, go pray for that person. And instantly you'll, you know, your stomach sinks and you're like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, what <laughs> like no, thank you. You're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and you have this moment of like, you are on one side of the chicken line and, um, there comes this moment where you just are like, I like full send, like I'm going to step over. And at the end of the day, like what can man do to me? You right. know, I, I, I'm going to be bold and, and just do my part and then let God do his part. Right. Um, and so a lot of my life <laughs> has been learning how to cross the chicken line and be like, I am going to be, you know, bold about my faith. I am going to ask if I can pray for that person. I am going to talk to that person. No one else wants to talk to. And when I give God my yes, of when you ask me to do something, mm -hmm. my answer will be yes. God does more than I could even imagine. Like, yeah, I can't even comprehend. There's some, some moments that I'm like, I can't even believe that happened. Like right. I, I, that, that God did that just simply because I was willing to say yes. And honestly, I've missed a lot of those moments too, because I chose to stay on the other side of the chicken line, you know, like it hasn't all been victory. There's been moments where I've had to, I've had to confront the fact that I didn't say yes and realize that God's not disappointed with me. He's not, you know, mad at me or upset at me, but he'll give me another opportunity where I can go, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to step over the chicken line. This time um, I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like when you love like he loves, um, that really is going to open doors. God's going to move in ways that you couldn't even imagine. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, I think whenever, whenever it comes to that, like, I know that those core values of just being bold and loving like yes. Jesus loves is, is such a huge part of it. Yes. But like for, for me, like I think about you and I think even the girls listening, like whenever we hear you talk, we're like, man, that's awesome. But you didn't arrive there overnight no. <laughs> with those thoughts. So like, I'm just curious, like, when did you first start to understand your calling um, just calling to make waves. Like when did you first yes. understand that calling? Yeah, I would say, um, it, and it's going to sound a little bit silly and it kind of comes back to the boldness thing, but, um, I think I was in ninth grade when I really made the decision of like, I'm going all in for Jesus. Like I'm going to go all in. And, and I, you know, I, I was a pastor's daughter for most of my life. And, um, and there was just a moment where it was like, oh, I can't write on the faith of my parents. You know, like, right. I either believe this or I don't. And so I need to discover. And so, um, you know, I, I did something crazy and I read the Bible. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> what? And, um, and man, what I discovered was the most powerful life-changing thing of like, oh, this this is Jesus, like, this is love and this is real. Right. And so then from that place of like actually discovering who he is, you can't help, but like, uh, like he gave his life for, for me. So I'm going to give my life for him. Right. Um, I'm going to live for him. Um, and so I actually remember in, I think it was like 10th or 11th grade. Um, and it was, uh, I think it's in Acts chapter two. Um, but it, it talks about how 
the place that they were gathered together um, were shaken and they were all filled with boldness um, and to preach the word of God. And I remember praying, I was like, God, you know, like so zealous. I'm like, fill me, fill me with boldness. And uh, the next, the next day, um, I remember I walked into the bathroom and one of my friends was on the floor having intense stomach pain. Wow. And, and I felt the Holy Spirit say, you need to pray for her. And I felt that thing of like, no, like, don't make me do this. Um, but I crossed the chicken line and, um, just laid hands on her and, and, and prayed over her and, um, was believing God for, for, for healing. And, um, lo and behold, she was healed. And it was like immediately pain left. Like it was just such a beautiful moment of like, there weren't a lot of people around, but it was me and a friend in the school bathroom, trusting Jesus and relying on the word of God um, and believing that it's true. And then watching, you know, the, the miracle working power of God that he cared. And so that will ignite you, man, where you go like, dude, this is real. And like an opportunity right in that moment to walk it out. Yep. And so from that point on, it was like, you know, I, I so desire for people to know, um, the reality, the realness, the love, the goodness of who God is. And, um, and so I feel like that that was probably when I began to discover, um, my calling. And, and when I say my calling, I mean, is to, at least for me, is to reach as many people as I can with the love of God and in any capacity that that is like, whatever it is, you know, like my answer is yes. And so I would say it started in that place of discovering who God was and then giving him my yes and responding with boldness. Um, so yeah. So I'm just curious, like, I know, like, that is a beautiful story of just like you stepping out in boldness and yeah. understanding. And it's like, you understood who God was because you dug into the word and started learn, you know, for yourself and we're learning things about, about him for yourself. But when yeah. did you figure out who you were to God? Like, when did you figure out your identity as a child of God? Like, when was that big turnaround for you? Well, um, honestly, I feel like it's so funny because I feel like I'm even now still like discovering even more and more layers of who I am in Jesus. Like, um, and as you move through in seasons, um, and you change and you grow, it's like you discover even on a deeper level, your identity and who he's made you to be. Um, and so I feel like it definitely started at that place of, um, of knowing, knowing who God is, but even in like, um, going through my college years, I remember, (laughs) I remember, you know, I, I went to a Christian school and, and God bless them. I love them. Um, but you know, they, there was a lot of fear surrounding going to college Mm. and it was like, when you go to college, you know, watch out. Cause you know, you don't want to get, you know, entangled right. in sin and then you're on the path of destruction and right. you know, all this stuff. And so the like point of no return. Exactly. Yeah. It was like this fear around like, you're going to go wayward. <laughs> you're like, Oh yes, God. Yeah. Like, and I remember, you know, right before I started college, it was like, 
that's actually not who I am. Not, not because of my behavior one way or the other, but I recognize that, um, that I, I can influence my environment instead of letting my environment influence me. That's good. And, and I, I've heard it said before of like, you know, you are not the, the uh, thermometer, you're the thermostat, like you're the one who sets the temperature here. Right. Um, and so the more that I discovered of like, okay, God, this is who you say that I am. Cause the word is chock full of who God says that you are. So right. then as you start getting that on the inside of you, then as you navigate into the next season that's before you, it's like uh, you'll feel empowered. And so God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, right? right? So I'm going into this new environment that is, you know, quote unquote, you know, the the quintessential college, like sin, party, everybody's sleeping with each other, everyone, you know, all this right. stuff. And oh. I'm like, boom, like, I've right. arrived. And my thing was like, I'm going to love the heck out of you people. Like, yeah. I am, I'm going to actively look for opportunity to love people, make connections with people. And so the, the more that I discovered who I was in him, the more than that I influenced everyone else. I wasn't afraid of, you know, going some type of way. I actually was very active in the sense of like, no, I set the temperature here. That's I'm good. so, I'm so set on, I'm going to go influence people for for the kingdom and with the love of God. Um, and so, yeah. So in, in discovering your identity and your calling, um, it starts really being rooted in who God is first and then who he sees you to be, which is so, so full of the word. And it, that really comes back to relationship as well. Um, having authentic relationship with God, because there's times that you're going to forget who you are, or you're going to struggle or you're going to whatever, and so then to, to seek the Holy Spirit and say, like, remind me, like, who do you say that I am? And he will, like, well, don't remind you of who you are. Um, so I would say it's an ongoing process that I'm, that I'm still learning, that I'm still growing in constantly. Um, but even coming out of, out of high school and into this new season of college and all of that, um, that's when you really start to discover who you believe that you are. Right. Right. That is so good. I love that. You know, whenever um, you're talking about boldness and like discovering who you are, you know, we kind of have come up with some, some core values that we believe make up a waves girl and um, a girl that's making waves. And I think uh, some of those are, are just that we're worshipers, like that we're worshipers, that we're advancing. I'm advancing in our relationship with God, but also advancing the kingdom that we're vocal. Um, and being vocal looks different, right? Um, sometimes being vocal is not being vocal. <laughs> um, and then there's, we're engaged. Yeah, we're engaged. You know, we're engaged with heaven, engaged with other people. Um, and then that we're solid. Um, so I'm just curious, how have you walked each one of those out um, in your own home community and world? I know you've get, touched on a little bit of that from college and different stuff, but I'm just curious, yeah. each yeah. one of those, how do you walk those out? Yeah, so I love that the first one is worshipers, um, because 
you know, obviously I'm a worship leader, but, you know, we like to say at TNT that worship is life. Um, it is not, you know, 20 minutes uh, on us, you know, at a service. Um, it is the way that you live your life, that every part of you would um, would be seeking to give glory to God and honor to him. And, um, you know, we do that with song, but we do that in a million other ways, too. We we do that in the way that we honor our parents. We do that in the way that, um, you know, we, we, we love other people. Like we do that in so many different ways, excelling in our job or school or whatever, and doing it as unto the Lord. Um, which I think that's in Colossians that it talks about, um, do everything, um, as unto the Lord. Um, and so I feel like for me living out being a worshiper is, is being so aware of his presence that no matter whether I'm at in a church service or I'm at the grocery store, um, you know, I, I want to, I want to give everything in me. I, I want it to honor God and, um, because he's worth it and to really understand like, man, God looked at us and said that we were worth it to him, Mm -hmm. you know? to send a son Jesus for, for the payment of our sins. And it's like, um, is that, is that not worthy of my whole life, you know, to love him and to honor him? Um, and, and honestly is my highest call. Like I, that is the highest call in my life is to honor and to worship God. And so, um, I feel like I do that in a lot of different ways in song, uh, in, uh, even in the, the quiet moments, like just inviting the Lord of like, there's sometimes where I will get halfway through my day and I'm like, I, I haven't even acknowledged God, you know, like, and I'll be like, Lord, <laughs> like, what did I just do today? Hey, you know, like, I love you. I honor you. I invite you into my day today. And so then I become so aware of his presence everywhere I go. I see him everywhere that I go. And so, um, I feel like that that is so huge and, um, you know, advancing, that that kind of comes back to that boldness that we kind of talked about is is it but one of the biggest things is that um we can become really discouraged when we hear about other people's boldness and their stories and their victories and you're like oh dang it like i'm not like that or i couldn't do that or i you know whatever and we actually disqualify ourselves like oh well you know they'll they'll be the ones to go and to advance the kingdom like they'll be the ones like they'll run the ball down the field and and i'll just be here and it's like no recognizing that you are you are not junior varsity like you are first string like God's not putting you on the bench like he has called you um and the way that he's created you and who he's made you to be is a unique reflection of who he is like you you are made in the image of God and so to realize like man God wants you God needs you God chooses you and it's not for someone else to do but you can make a choice to say, I'm going to do this. And that's not all done at once. And I, I, so many times I'll tell people like, um, put one foot in front of the other, put one foot in front of the other, one in front of the other, get one step, one step closer to Jesus. And as you choose one decision at a time, you are advancing, like you are advancing the kingdom of God and you are moving forward. 
Um, and so some people can get so overwhelmed and I can get that way too, where I get so like, I can't do it. And I, you know, whatever it's like, yeah, you can one moment at a time, one step at a time. So good. And you'll look back and, you know, and in a year from now, you'll look back on that and be like, look how far God has brought me. Like, yeah. look what God, and then five years and you'll go, look how far God has brought me. Who would have thought that I would have, that I would be where I'm at right now, you know? Right. Um, that is so good. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And so, and, and with being vocal, um, and engaged, man, like I, I feel like recognizing again that God, God, um, has given you a voice. And I think so many times about the story of Esther, like for such a time as this, mm-hmm. you know, that you would, you would be willing that God's going to lead you in positions where when you say yes, and you don't have to know what to say. Like there's so many situations where I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and that comes to a relationship with the Holy Spirit to be like, Holy Spirit, what what should I do here? What should I say? And he'll give you the words. Or like you were saying earlier, he'll tell you when you need to be quiet too. Of right. Like this is not the time to speak. Um, and And so that it also, I feel like takes the pressure off. Yeah. Of like, you know, to be vocal doesn't mean that you have to be some great orator, you know, that <laughs> you know how to do all this. It's being willing to, um, to say, man, God has led me in this position and he's equipped me, um, to stand up for what's right, to, um, to be an encouragement to somebody else. And what you may deem as insignificant of like, you know, God might say like, tell that person they look beautiful today. Right. You know, you feel that thing on the inside of you and then you dismiss it as like a random thought like no like right do it do it because you don't know how god is using that even in my own life i'm like dude this person said this to me and they had no idea what i was going through they right. had no idea what i was walking through and they were willing um they were willing to step out and now it's made such an impact on my life and so um, to not take something that you have to say as insignificant, but actually that it's, it's yeah. in, incredibly significant. Those small moments, um, of, of obedience are incredible. And the last thing was solid. Um, and I kind of touched on it before is like, if you want to be solid, I mean like the firm foundation, it has to be Jesus, like right. to build your life upon the rock. And we sing, um, we sing at TNT all the time, you know, I will build my life yeah. upon your love. It is a firm foundation. And, um, you know, even as an adult and I've moved through teenage and college and now career and all these things is to, um, more, uh, I, I'm so convinced of it. I, I've seen it so many times, uh, where people have not put their foundation, you know, right. um, they haven't built upon the rock. And it, things start cr- crumbling around them and, and to be like, Hey, <laughs> you know, like, right. come with me, like, let me show you. And, um, to realize even in my own life, like I have put my identity, my foundation, all those things, um, in other things. And, and I'm so grateful that God shook me up to go like, that ain't it. Like, not it, girl, that's not it. Like you follow me, you answer to me. I'm your validation. I'm the one who gives you worth. I'm the one who gives you significance, nothing else, no title, no relationship, no, whatever. It's okay. found him. So, um, if you want to be solid, put your foundation, put your trust 
in Jesus. That's good. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, I just, I find that so encouraging and I love your examples of just how you, how you have walked that out and even struggled as you did. Um, but then also, um, just real life examples of, of ways that that can be walked out in middle school, high school, college, and, and into adulthood. And so thank you. And I love just what you said about worship being life, like that whenever we do all of this girls, like when we are making an impact, when we, when we are being that person that's making waves for Christ, like it is part of our act of worship. Like it is us advancing the kingdom. Yeah. So thank you so much. And I just, girls, I, I know for me, like I, I love to check Instagram and TikTok and all of those things, but I got to tell you, if you are not following this chick on Instagram and on TikTok, you are missing out. You're kind of, she's kind of TikTok famous, y'all. Like, a little bit. I, I, like, tell us what, tell the girls, like, what happened. Yeah, so here's the deal. I sleep talk. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You made me curious, like, whether I sleep talk. I'm and like, I, I have really, like, an record. app. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so there's an app called literally called sleep recorder and it just listens, you know, through the night. And then it's, if you start talking, it starts recording. And so every morning I get up and I listen to the things that I say. So I put it on TikTok, just thinking, you know, whatever, I'll just put it out there. And it blew up and I, it was crazy. And people were just cracking up laughing. And it was like, yep, this is me. I, I sleep. That is so funny. Okay. So tell the girls where they can follow you, where they can find you on social media, on TikTok, on all of the things. I'm sorry. It dropped out a little bit. What'd you say? Okay. I said, um, tell the girls where they can follow you on social media, TikTok, all the yeah. things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok and literally my handle is Allison Goolsby. Yep. Awesome. So you type in at Allison Goolsby. I kept it real simple and um, you can follow me there or add me on Facebook too. I'll be your cool. friend. <laughs> awesome. And I, girls, you'll see in the notes on, um, on whatever platform you're listening on, just a link. Um, where it has her Instagram handle and her uh, TikTok handle. So you can go follow her in those areas. Um, Allison, we are so glad that you joined us today. Thank you so much for being Thank a part you. of our podcast. We appreciate Thank it. You. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com and our social media at wavesgirlsconference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.